It's time for the Back to the Book broadcast with Brother Jimmy Ruckman. You can send all correspondence to Brother Jimmy Ruckman, 1621 Six Mile Cemetery Road, Maryville, Tennessee, 37803, or email back to the book broadcast at gmail.com. The Back to the Book broadcast is a ministry of the Ridgeview Baptist Church in Walland, Tennessee. You can visit the church website at rbcwalland.org. And now the broadcast. Please take your Bibles once again, turn back to the book of Hebrews, chapter number 11. We've been dealing with this thought on steps of faith. We started this week asking one question, do you wish to please God? Do you want to please God? Can God still make a mark through our lives in our world today? Can we make a mark for God at all? Is God even working still? I mean, is He? Do you see Him at work? I believe with all my heart, God, His power is not changed. His ability is not changed. The sinners, they're still sinners. They've not changed. But God's people have walked away from Him. We've quit living by faith. We've quit looking for God to do big things. By f- God promises in His Word some mighty big things. God tells us all these things in His Word. We read over them, but does it mean anything to you? Do you want to see it happen in your lifetime? I'm not sure about anybody listening. I don't know those of you listening. I, I don't think I do. But I want my life to be a Hebrews 11 kind of life. You see, we look at these men and women that God used. and Wow, look at what God did. Well, I want people to be able to look at my life and say, wow, look what God did through him. You see, the thing is, everything that got done, it wasn't them doing it. They learned to live their lives by faith, trusting in God, believing the promises of God, and they made decision based on the faith that they had in God's word. And they would act on it without With only God having said he would do it, without having ever seen it, they would act on it. God used them. I believe God can still do the same thing today. We've said three three steps, and I want to deal with the last one today. Faith trusts in God. Faith walks with God. Faith obeys the word of God or follows the word of God. But read with me now, if you would, the last couple of verses in Hebrews chapter 11. We go through a bunch of other names here. I'm not looking at any of those right now. I'm just concerned with verse number 39 and 40. And these all, every single one of them, and these all, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise. Now, wait a minute. Isn't that what they had lived their lives for? 
Isn't that what they were looking for? Chapter or verse 13 tells us these all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, and were persuaded of them, and embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. They were dead convinced. God was going to do what he said he was going to do, but they did not see it in their lifetimes. Did God lie? No. Verse 40, God having provided some better thing for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. Jesus Christ was the consummation of the promise that they were looking for. He was the fulfillment of the promise. God made good on his word. But I want you to look in the first two verses of chapter 12. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Let us run with patience. I'm going to give you this as the last step of faith. I'm sure there's more we could pull out. I'm sure there's more you probably could see if you would dig into it that I've missed. But I want to tell you that faith waits on God. He tells us to run with patience. Now, if you're at all like me, I'm competitive. If I'm running a race, I'm sorry. I'm not going to hold back. If it's, I mean, if it's a little kid, okay, I might. But if it's somebody even remotely close or some, some teenager that thinks he can do, just do more, I'm not just going to give up that easy. No, I'm, I'm going to try to show him up and put him in his place. That's just, I'm competitive. So what does it mean to run with patience? We should always strive to stay in sync with God. We all want to do things for God. You should. That's good. Especially young people. There's a zeal to do something for God. But we can never get ahead of God's timing. Sometimes God puts lives in a holding pattern. And the only way we can make the mark for God is when we learn to wait on Him and not to get ahead of Him. As I begin to consider these men and women in Hebrews chapter 11, and Hebrews chapter 11 is probably, probably my favorite chapter of the Bible. Um, sometimes does depend on where I'm reading at because sometimes I, I tend to enjoy where I'm reading. But I love Hebrews chapter 11. I love getting to look at heroes or great people of the past. And I love trying to glean things from their life that maybe I can apply in some practical way in my own life. But you realize as you begin to look at them, we're seeing their life in a nutshell. And so we're seeing them having accomplished these big things. 
the thing is, they weren't flying away overnight. Almost every single person in the Word of God that you see went through holding patterns of their life. They would live for years and years and years, and then maybe at the very end they'd finally be ready for what God had prepared for them, and they would do some mighty thing for Him. Abraham's life, though, it was a consistently steady walk with God. He made a wrong step or two, but he would get back, he'd get right, he'd straighten out, he'd get back going for God. There was never a big time, so to speak. A lot of his life was just the regular day by day, the, the daily activities of following him day by day. And as God would talk to him, he would respond. But the time periods in between when we see the recorded conversations between him and God, there's a lot of time there. You look at Noah, there's 120 years it took him building the ark. I promise you, there were days he got tired. There were days he was probably sick. There were days he probably dreaded having to get up and cut some more wood or put some more of that, that uh, pitch on. There were days they probably were wore out. But they stayed consistent. They didn't stop. They didn't let up. It's very rare that success ever happens overnight, if ever. The key to living a life of faith is learning to simply follow God step by step, day by day, week by week, month by month, year by year. By the end of your life, if you have stayed in step with God and waited on Him, the things that God will have done through you will be phenomenal. We have to learn to wait on Him. Don't get ahead of Him. You're going to get yourself into a mess. Abraham tried that. Don't forget that. Abraham tried that with Hagar. God had given him a promise uh, that he was going to have a child. And his wife, who was way past the age to have a child, and himself, who was way past the age to have a child, they decided, you know what? I have, I'll give you my, my handmaid, my servant, and, and, and you have a child with her, and, and that'll be the seed that God gives you. That wasn't God's plan. All Abraham did was make a mess of things. When you begin to get ahead of God, you're going to make a mess of everything. We have got to learn patience in following God. God is not concerned about what time it is. Time means nothing to God. Timing means everything. If God wants you to sit where you're at for years and years and years, what of it? If you're in obedience to Him, then He is pleased with you. If you are blooming where you are planted, He is pleased with you. If He has not given you further orders, then your old orders still stand. Hold course. 
Keep your eyes on Him. Stay close to Him. Don't let up for Him. But don't get ahead of Him. Listen, and maybe, maybe this is more for young people, but maybe there's some that you've never feel like you've done much for God. Just start. I don't care how old you are. Don't Just start. Just start. Don't be afraid of small beginnings. If we will learn just to begin following Him step by step by step, we will be able to look back and it will be amazing what God has done. It won't happen overnight. Be faithful in the small things. And God will consider you faithful with much. I believe that there's a verse that literally says just as much. Um, I, I'm, I'm forgetting exactly how it quotes now. But those that are faithful in little, God counts as faithful in much. Let me say this as well. Maybe there's somebody considering kind of jumping out on their own. Don't be afraid of waiting. I believe it was Jim Elliott that said, God gives his best to those who wait for it. Don't be afraid to wait. God's plan is best. He knows better than you. He knows the full picture. Just wait. Be patient. Run when God says run. But if God has you in a holding pattern, then do all you can where you're at, but don't get ahead of him. Wait. Be patient. Faith waits on God. We look at all these people in Hebrews chapter 11. And they did great things. But it never happened overnight. It was little by little. It started with their faith in God. That relationship, their salvation, so to speak. They learned to begin to have a walk with God, a personal fellowship with Him. They learned to obey the Word of God and find out what God had to say for themselves. And finally, they were willing to wait on Him. And when God got through with them, their lives were lives of faith. You've been listening to the Back to the Book broadcast with Brother Jimmy Ruckman. You can send all correspondence to Brother Jimmy Ruckman, 1621 Six Mile Cemetery Road, Maryville, Tennessee, 37803, or email Back to the Book Broadcast at gmail.com. The Back to the Book Broadcast is a ministry of the Ridgeview Baptist Church in Wallen, Tennessee. You can visit the church website at rbcwallen.org.